Welcome to a crazy little thing called Love Dev. It's episode 24, Toe Sucker. gigging the other night for the Royal Air Force in Cosford. It's a really big place, massive, lots of security around, obviously because soldiers are based there as well. There's all, they've also got like a museum that's open to the public if you ever want to visit that. I've been there a few times, pretty decent. So yeah, security's pretty tight there. Um, it reminded me of the time, I mean, I've been to Royal, a few um, Air Force bases, Army bases. There's an army base in India, and when you drive down the road, <laughs> there's a sign there, and it says, Slow down, helicopter around the corner. <laughs> First time I saw that, I was in stitches. You know, like a random sign, you don't expect it. So, yep, slow down, there's a helicopter around the corner. But the gig was great, though. I had a good time. The audience were lovely. Um, there was one guy in there who kept interrupting, but he was not in a nice way, you know, he was, he was being nice. And I kind of came out of my comfort zone because I'm so used to doing puns and one-liners. I ended up just chatting to him and ripping off him and it was lovely. There's a part where I was, I had the microphone in my, in my hand and the stand was free because I normally use a microphone in the stand. So I said, I'm going to shoot you in a minute. So I turned the microphone stand into a machine gun. And I was going... Oh, they were in stitches. <laughs> there was a couple of lads, soldiers at the back. And they were like, they wouldn't come and sit with the rest of the audience. So I was like, come on, guys. Just imagine it's the last speech by Qasim Soleimani. And, and that got the audience as well. Yeah, it was a great gig. Had a great time. Uh, I've also had an interesting day at work. As you know, some of you probably know, I work for the mental health team. Uh, the second biggest trust in the United Kingdom. That's the National Health Service. And um, never experienced this before, but I had to rescue someone at work. Yeah, so there's a girl there who's not feeling too good. She decided to try and take her own life. Luckily... Me and another colleague, we found her just before she was going to do it. Well, she did do it, and um, yeah, we had to free her from it. But obviously, we are trained to deal with things like this at the time, but it's when you put in that situation, you know? You've, you're there, there's somebody who's helpless on the floor, and you've got to do your best to try and take that off them. I can't give you the full details. Obviously, you know why, because of the job. But let's just say they, they had something around their neck and I had to take that off, uh, me and the colleague. And, um, you know, you put in that situation and it's 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 frightening. It's 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 an, exper it's an experience, man. You know, it's something you don't expect all the time. You know, it doesn't always happen, but it does happen occasionally. I've never had to deal with it, but obviously that day I had to deal with it at the time. Um, as I said, training kicked in. We had to do it quick. You know, the quicker you get it off, the quicker the person can start breathing again. Um, a shout out to everyone who works in that kind of field because 
I thought to myself, you know, the paramedics eventually turned up. They must deal with stuff like that all the time. That does that kind of job, yeah? Police, force. And I really do take my hat off to them, you know. Everyone that works in emergency services, the whole NHS. I know my dad, he used to work for the um, train, train company, the National Rail Service in England. And my dad, he's had to deal with stuff like that, you know. People jumping in front of trains. Because he was a rail guard, he had to um, pick up body parts and that's an experience that that is like i don't know if i could do that you know i really don't know if i could do that i've got a friend who works in the national rail as well but he works with overhead rails like the lines so he deals with all the electricity lines and stuff and he told me that he's always he always sees stuff like that you know bits of arm bits of leg everywhere so yeah Guys, if you've, you you know, if you feel depressed or you're going through problems in your life, you're feeling suicidal, you know, there's some good people out there. There's a lot of help you can get. Don't lock yourselves away. Try and speak to people if you can. You can ring numbers if you don't want to come out of your house. So, yeah, uh, it was an interesting week. But I don't want to make this a, you know, a really sad podcast because that's what it sounds like it's going to be. But today I was at the temple because a cousin of mine had a baby boy and it's a very special occasion for the Indian calendar. This month we celebrate a thing called Lori. So the festival of Lori, it's mainly celebrated in northern India in the states of Punjab, Haryana, Himachal Pradesh and Jammu Kashmir. Lori is it's basically like a long-awaited bonfire festival. So people come out of their homes to celebrate the harvesting of winter crops and then they relax and enjoy traditional folk songs and dances. It's kind of, it's connected to the solar year. So the festival is to worship fire and the auspicious occasion for newly married couples. It's also seen an occasion making the end of winters and the beginning of a new harvest season by Punjab. So the earth is actually farthest from the sun at this point of time. And it starts its journey towards the sun. So it's ending the coldest month of the year, which is called Posh, and another start of the month called Mag. And the auspicious period of Uttaranian. Sounds like a country, isn't it? So yeah, it's it's the um, blessings of the new seasons that start in Punjab, because Punjab is basically the bread of India. And the main event is making a huge bonfire, as I said, which is symbolic of the homage to the sun god for bringing in warmth. I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm not really a winter person. I'll be honest. Can't stand the winter. But to be fair, it's been mild. It's been a really mild winter season in the United Kingdom. We haven't had any snow. We're not in the West Midlands. I think there's been snow in the northern parts of the United Kingdom. Like um, Scotland way. Yorkshire probably. But in where we live, in Birmingham, there's not been one drop of snow, which is really weird. But maybe it will snow in February. Apparently, my mum told me when I was born it was snowing, so I could be the next Jesus. <laughs> so I thought about doing a new section to the show. Obviously, I'll do the weird news story, which I will do in a bit. But this section is called No Stupid Questions. So do you have a stupid question? There's a trend on Reddit. Well, I say trend. There's a, a page. What do you call them? I don't know what you call these things. But uh, let's call it a hashtag. 
hashtag no stupid questions. So people put like random stuff on there and I'm going to read one out and, you know, see if I can think of anything of it. So today's no stupid question is, can a cheetah die if it trips at full speed? <laughs> that was posted by Websen. Um, so he said, is it like jumping out of a car at 100 kilometers an hour? <laughs> Do you know what? That is a good question. Uh, if a cheetah, I mean, cheetahs run fast, don't they? Is it 40 miles per hour? I think. Could be wrong. I should Google that. If a cheetah tripped, could it die? Probably not, because it's a cat. Cats are very quite balanced, aren't they? So, <laughs> I mean, if you if a cat jumps high off a building or a tree, most times it will land on its feet, won't it? So, if a cheetah trips running at 40 miles per hour, I reckon it will control itself and get itself back on its feet. I'll read out some of the, the comments that people have put. One said, I'm not sure if it could landed right, same as you. Although, realistically, probably a pretty low chance. No, they can't fall. They fall all the time on very high speeds. Yeah, that's the question. <laughs> right, I think we should do the actual weird news story now. Ready for it? Today's story is... Man wakes up to find burglar sucking his toes. <laughs> okay, a man has been traumatised after waking up in the middle of the night to find a burglar sucking his toes. <laughs> so the victim, who's 20 years old, told the intruder that he didn't have any money. I don't have any money, mate. But the man responded that he didn't want cash. I don't want cash. I just want to suck your toes. <laughs> According to a police report, you must have really nice feet for him to suck his toes. They began to fight, <laughs> so they had a fight, with a suspect claiming he would pull a gun from his pants. <laughs> I think he's talking about something else. Oh, and then he grabbing his genitals as if to do so. <laughs> Man, this guy's a freak. Thankfully, he didn't pull out a gun. Oh, yeah. Is that a gun in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? And the victim managed to push him outside. After leaving, the man smashed the victim's car windscreen and then fled. And that's Brantonton Herald. Oh, reported. That's probably in the States. So police were called to the scene in Bradenton. That, yep, yeah, that's in Florida. This happened on Christmas Eve. Oh, Jesus. And they brought dogs in the home to track down the foot fetish. Fetishist. However, they have not yet made any arrests. Oh, he must have got away. They took swabs of the DNA from between the victim's toes. So he actually got to suck on the man's toes. Oh, he must have done that before and they woke him up. To try and find him but have not yet come up with any matches in the database. No similar cases have been reported. Oh man, he could be like the serial foot fetish sucker in it. <laughs> oh, don't get the whole feet thing. Sucking on another man's toe? Nah, mate. I mean, I wouldn't even suck on my own toes. <laughs> I can't reach, first of all. I've got a big stomach. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was today's weird news story. And that's the end of the podcast. Short and sweet. Just how I like it, mate. <laughs> little toes, yeah. Just like a little toe. I, I could probably suck on a little toe. 
because it's small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, next. Move on, love dev. Right, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Let your friends know. Let your friends, friends, and your mums and your dads and your aunts and your uncles and anyone else who you think would like this podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Tune in for episode 25, is it? I think so. I don't know. Take care. See you later.